A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries, Season 1, Episode 4. Hola a todos y bienvenidos a Coffee Break Spanish. Yo soy Mark. Y yo soy Anabel. ¿Qué tal? ¿Cómo estás, Mark? Pues hoy estoy muy bien. ¿Y tú qué tal? Yo bien. La verdad es que bien. Con ganas de otro episodio. Exactamente. We are following our friends Victoria and Abel as they spend their honeymoon touring the north of Spain. Now, this is uh, a series that we're putting together when it's perhaps not quite as easy for everyone to travel. So we thought some virtual travel might help us get some ideas for our next journeys when we can travel once more. But of course, it's giving us the perfect opportunity to do some learning, to do some work on our vocabulary and grammar. And in each episode, as we follow Victoria's diary, we are getting exactly that. I need to say thank you very much. Muchísimas gracias a todos for your uh, comments and your reviews of the Travel Diaries so far. We're delighted that you're enjoying them. Pues, Anabel, ¿a dónde vamos hoy? Pues en este episodio van a Santander. ¿Has estado alguna vez en Santander, Mark? Yo sí, pero hace como 20 años o algo así. Entonces, no recuerdo mucho. Tengo que volver. Eso es. Cualquier excusa es buena para volver. Tienes razón. Pues vamos a empezar el episodio. As usual, we will listen to Victoria's diary, read slowly, and after that, we will talk about the language contained. Let's have a listen. Me costó despedirme de Bilbao. La ciudad es enorme y hay muchísimas cosas para ver. Desde luego, no es un sitio al que ir en un viaje express. Nuestra siguiente parada era Santander, en Cantabria. Teníamos un largo recorrido en coche, así que Salimos muy temprano del hostal y condujimos hasta allí. Fue un viaje en carretera por toda la costa norte de España, por lo que las vistas eran increíbles. Y paramos en más de una ocasión para hacer fotos y disfrutar del paisaje. Creo que aquello le hizo olvidar a Abel la experiencia del día anterior en Bilbao. 
Llegamos a Santander a primera hora de la tarde, por lo que tuvimos tiempo para ver el ayuntamiento y el mercado de la esperanza. Un sitio maravilloso donde comimos pescado fresco de 10. Continuamos con la Catedral Gótica y el Banco de Santander. Antes de volver al hostal, vimos el Centro Botín y Abel y yo discutimos sobre la estética de la arquitectura vanguardista. Muy bien, muy interesante. I think there's also some interesting vocabulary in this episode. Let's go back through it now. So, Annabel, can you read each sentence and we'll talk about the language in the, the text? Por supuesto. Me costó despedirme de Bilbao. Now, this is a fantastic phrase to begin with because I think it's incredibly useful. Costar a alguien means uh, that someone is going to find something difficult. Okay. So here, me costó, to me, it cost a lot. Despedirme de, de Bilbao, so to say goodbye to Bilbao. So I really enjoyed being in Bilbao. So it cost me a lot to say goodbye. I found it difficult. So that's the preterite of costar, and uh, it becomes me costó. But if this were the, was the, the, the present tense, for example, how would we say, I find it difficult to speak Spanish? Me cuesta aprender español. Good. So, costar is what we call a radical changing verb. The O of the infinitive becomes a U-E when it's conjugated in the present tense, certainly in the I-U-He-She unit and the they forms. As we know, with many radical changing verbs, in fact, with all radical changing verbs, the nosotros and the vosotros forms remain with the O of the infinitive, whereas... Uh, the the yo, tú, el, ella, ellos, ellas forms, they take uh, the UE. So, me cuesta, me cuesta hablar español. Um, so, me costó despedirme de Bilbao. Annabel, can you give us some more examples of costar used in this way? Mm -hmm. In order to show that the pronoun is the indirect pronoun, let's uh, use uh, he, find it difficult, something. Okay, good, yeah. So, for example, a Luis le cuesta aprender sueco. Okay, so a Luis le cuesta aprender sueco. He's obviously not found coffee break Swedish yet. Um, <laughs> so, a Luis le cuesta aprender sueco. So, we've got two, two hymns in there. A Luis, our first to him, and then le, to him, cuesta Aprender sueco. So he finds it difficult to learn Swedish. A Luis le cuesta. And it's le cuesta because, not because of Luis, but the thing that is difficult, the thing that is costing Luis stress, if you like. So a Luis le cuesta aprender sueco. ¿Otro ejemplo? Por ejemplo, Mark, ¿a ti qué te cuesta? A mí... Me cuesta cocinar. I find it difficult to cook. I, I can only cook like three things. I think. Well, I can cook things if I need to. But <laughs> my wife's a wonderful cook, and and, and I, I have to say I let her do a lot of the cooking because what she makes is very good. But um, I I can only really cook uh, 
tortilla española. Muy bien. And croquetas, croquetas de pollo. These are my specialities that I always get to cook. Las croquetas son muy difíciles de hacer. A mí me cuesta hacer croquetas. Así que enhorabuena. <laughs> Gracias. Pues te, te mando una foto de mis croquetas. No son súper buenas, pero a mí me gustan. <laughs> sí, qué ganas. Y la receta, por favor. Y la receta, y la receta. Ok, let's get on with it. Talk about the sentences here. La ciudad es enorme. Y hay muchísimas cosas para ver. Desde luego, no es un sitio al que ir en un viaje express. Ok, now there are a couple of things in here that are interesting. First of all, la ciudad es enorme. That's straightforward enough. The city is enormous. Y hay muchísimas cosas para ver. And there are a huge number of things to see. Anabel, podríamos decir hay muchísimas cosas que ver. Podríamos decirlo, but there's like a slight difference between qué hacer and para hacer. Okay. So usually, qué hacer yeah, means that it's a task, something that you must do or you have to do. But para hacer, that it's up to you to do it or not. So, tengo deberes que hacer. I have homework to do. So, tengo deberes que hacer, pero hay muchas cosas para hacer, hay muchas cosas que podemos hacer si queremos. Mm -hmm. Exacto. Good. Ok, that's a really good explanation there. So, muchísimas cosas para ver. Um, if they were ticking off things that they really had to do on their list, then perhaps they would, they would use que ver, ver. Desde luego, of course, no es un sitio al que ir en un viaje express. It is not a place to which to go on a short journey, on a whistle-stop whistle tour. So, no es un sitio al que ir en un viaje express. It's not a place you go for, a, or you go to, for a, a, a quick visit. Nuestra siguiente parada era Santander, en Cantabria. Okay, our next stop was Santander in, in the, the, the region of Cantabria. So, the Cantabria region stretches along the north coast of Spain. Teníamos un largo recorrido en coche, así que salimos muy temprano del hostal y condujimos hasta allí. Ok, so, teníamos un largo recorrido en coche. We had a long journey by car. And the reason it's teníamos is because they were looking at this long journey that was ahead of them. And they were saying, we have, or we had, uh, we, we are having a long journey. So we are looking back at it now and saying, we had a long journey by car. It's not, hemos tenido un largo recorrido en coche, because that would be the journey that we've just done. Eso es. In fact, if we say hemos tenido, that means that uh, we are talking about a journey that happened this morning. Yeah. So, esta mañana hemos tenido un largo viaje. Y ahora estamos en Santander, por ejemplo. Exactly. So in this case, we had a long journey by car. Therefore, así que salimos muy temprano del hostal. Therefore, we left very early from the hostel y condujimos hasta allí. Now, there we have a lovely preterite of the verb conducir, the verb to drive. Um, now, it conjugates slightly differently in the preterite because that J is introduced. Anabel, could you go through the full conjugation of conducir in the preterite, please? Mm -hmm. Yo conduje. Tú condujiste. 
él o ella condujo. Nosotros condujimos. Vosotros condujisteis. Ellos condujeron. Perfecto. So there we've got that G that's present throughout the, the conjugation of conducir in the, the preterite. And you'll hear it as the G sound. Condujimos hasta allí. So we drove there. And we have this irregularity in all the verbs that ends with ducir. So, for example, producir. Produje. Mm -hmm. O traducir. Traduje, o we translated, uh, tradujimos. Uh, producir is, of course, to produce. So, tradujimos, we translated. Mm -hmm. And introducir. So, to introduce. Uh, introdujisteis. You all introduced something. Muy bien. Excellent. Let's continue on. Fue un viaje en carretera por toda la costa norte de España, por lo que las vistas eran increíbles. Ok, let's stop there, because this is a long sentence. Fue un viaje en carretera por toda la costa norte de España. It was a, a journey by road, en carretera, along the whole north coast of Spain. Por lo que, and for this reason, las vistas eran increíbles. The views were incredible. Y paramos en más de una ocasión para hacer fotos y disfrutar del paisaje. This is always what happens when we're going, when we're going journeys. Um, the journey takes twice as long because I always want to stop and take photos. So this is exactly what's happening with Victoria and Abel. Y paramos en más de una ocasión para hacer fotos. So we stopped on more than one occasion to take photos y disfrutar del paisaje and enjoy the, the countryside, the view, the, the scenery. Creo que aquello le hizo olvidar a Abel la experiencia del día anterior en Bilbao. So, of course, Abel had been a little bit disappointed with the, the weather in Bilbao, um, especially from his uh, photography point of view. He didn't like the light and so on. But uh, what Victoria is saying here is, creo que aquello, I think that that, describing this whole situation of stopping for photos, le hizo olvidar a Abel. To him made forget to Abel. So it made Abel forget la experiencia del día anterior en Bilbao, the experience of the, the previous day in Bilbao. Muy bien. Okay, we're going to take a short break there and we'll be back in just a moment. We wanted to let you know that there's a premium version of the Travel Diaries course and this includes a set of lesson notes where you'll be able to read the text from each of the diaries and work through the vocabulary and any explanations that we've provided. There's also a video version of the text where we've left space for you to repeat the words and phrases used, giving you an opportunity to practice your speaking and your pronunciation. For more information about this, head to coffeebreakacademy.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. 
As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back. We have just arrived in Santander with Victoria and Abel, and we will continue now with our text. So, Anabel, take it away. Llegamos a Santander a primera hora de la tarde. Okay, so we'll stop there because it's a long sentence. A primera hora de la tarde. Anabel, for me, the first hour of the afternoon is probably a bit different from your first hour of the afternoon. Puede ser, muy probablemente. ¿A qué hora es la primera hora de la tarde para ti? Pues para mí, creo que desde mediodía a la una. Uy, no, 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 no. When someone uh, meets with another people, like with a, another person, um, a primera hora de la tarde, don't expect it to be like uh, before 4 p.m. So 12 o'clock is like the middle of the morning for you. Más o menos, sí. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's all linked to mealtimes because obviously you're you're eating a lunch much later than than we would here in the UK. Um, so you're going to be eating your, your lunch, your, your, your comida. Um, what time? Around three o'clock? Mm, sí, entre la una y las tres, más mm -hmm. o menos. Okay, entre la una y las tres. And therefore, the first hour of the afternoon after you eat will be between, you know, 3.30, 4 o'clock, something, something around that time. So, Victoria and Abel have arrived in Santander a primera hora de la tarde at the first hour of the afternoon, so around 4 o'clock. Por lo que tuvimos tiempo para ver el ayuntamiento y el mercado de la esperanza, un sitio maravilloso donde comimos pescado fresco de 10. Okay, so we're seeing another por lo que, and for that reason, tuvimos tiempo para ver el ayuntamiento y el mercado de la esperanza. So we had time to see the town hall, el ayuntamiento, which is always a, a nice place to see, it's always a, a, an impressive building, y el mercado de la esperanza, and the, the market of hope, literally. La esperanza is hope. And it's un sitio maravilloso, a marvelous sight, donde comimos pescado fresco de 10, where literally we ate fish fresh from 10. ¿Puedes explicar? Pescado fresco, fresh fish, mm -hmm. yeah. de 10, that means that it's great. Okay, so it's 10 out of 10. So, um, in a, like um, the top, uh, the topest mark in a school is 10, so it's 10 out of 10, so that is uh, great, amazing. 
Okay, so this fish is 10 out of 10. It's, we, we ate fresh fish that was 10 out of 10, spot on. Continuamos con la Catedral Gótica y el Banco de Santander. So we continued with the Gothic Cathedral y el Banco de Santander, so the, the Santander Bank, which again um, is, a, is a famous building. Um, it's the, the original Bank of Santander. Um, obviously, that's become quite an international bank now, um, but the original one is, of course, in Santander. <laughs> Antes de volver al hostal, vimos el Centro Botín y Abel y yo discutimos sobre la estética de la arquitectura vanguardista. Okay, now what we're seeing here is that even though they arrived for, for a, a UK person at four o'clock late in the afternoon, but for a Spanish person early in the afternoon, all these places are still open. So it's still possible to see things, um, even if it is for you, a little bit later than, than you would expect. So antes de volver al hostal, before going back to the hostel, vimos el centro botín. So they saw the botín center. Y Abel y yo discutimos sobre la estética de la arquitectura vanguardista. So we, we chatted, we discussed the aesthetics of the vanguardist architecture. Hmm. Anabel, ¿nos puedes explicar un poco la arquitectura vanguardista? Bueno, hay para todos los gustos, ¿ya? Yeah? Es para todos los gustos, so it depends on how like you like it or not. But usually when it's like, when someone says, no, es muy vanguardista, that means that it's odd, weird, like unusual. Okay. Um, I think the word that I would probably translate this with in, in English would be avant-garde. So avant-garde will, will perhaps appeal to some people. It may not appeal to, to everyone. Um, it's also probably a little bit forward-looking, perhaps ahead of its time or something like that. Would, would you agree? Sí, eso es. Perfecto. Okay, so they discussed this avant-garde architecture um, of the Centro Botín. Now, all of these places that we have mentioned in, in this article, uh, you can look for these online. You'll be able to see photos of them and, and get a feel for what um, the, the, the couple are experiencing on their trip to Santander. I have to say that, that it's only a vague memory for me because it was so long since I've been, um, but it does definitely make me want to return to this area. And also, um, the area where we're heading in the next episode um, is definitely something that I, I remember well. We've, we've definitely been, been there, but we'll leave that for now. We're going to listen back to the whole episode now, the whole text, and hopefully everything will make more sense now that we've heard and discussed uh, the language in this text. Me costó despedirme de Bilbao. La ciudad es enorme y hay muchísimas cosas para ver. Desde luego, no es un sitio al que ir en un viaje express. Nuestra siguiente parada era Santander, en Cantabria. Teníamos un largo recorrido en coche, así que Salimos muy temprano del hostal y condujimos hasta allí. Fue un viaje en carretera por toda la costa norte de España, por lo que las vistas eran increíbles y paramos en más de una ocasión para hacer fotos y disfrutar del paisaje. Creo que aquello 
le hizo olvidar a Abel la experiencia del día anterior en Bilbao. Llegamos a Santander a primera hora de la tarde, por lo que tuvimos tiempo para ver el ayuntamiento y el mercado de la esperanza, un sitio maravilloso donde comimos pescado fresco de 10. Continuamos con la Catedral Gótica y el Banco de Santander. Antes de volver al hostal, vimos el Centro Botín y Abel y yo discutimos sobre la estética de la arquitectura vanguardista. Okay, that is where we're going to leave this episode of the Coffee Break Spanish Travel Diaries. We hope that you're enjoying this. We also would suggest that you check our Instagram account where we're posting photos um, from their journey, along with photos from the other Coffee Break Spanish, uh, sorry, the other Coffee Break Travel Diaries. Um, so check Coffee Break Languages on Instagram to see some photos of uh, all of the travel diaries that we've been taking on this summer. You can also find the premium version of this course over in the Coffee Break Academy. And what we've done with this is provided lesson notes and also a video version with the words on screen, so the text on screen, with pauses where you can repeat each sentence after we say it. And this gives you the opportunity to practice your pronunciation while reading the words on the screen. All of that is at coffeebreakacademy.com. Pues muchísimas gracias, como siempre, Anabel. Muchas gracias a ti y a vosotros. Y estaremos de vuelta con el siguiente episodio de Coffee Break Spanish muy pronto. ¡Hasta luego! ¡Adiós! You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.